Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, here we go. Live in L.A., hour number two, it's The Herd. Wherever you may be listening. However you may be listening. iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, FS1. So, um, <clears throat> if a business starts to unravel and is going to be a disaster. Now, a lot of times you have a business and it slowly erodes over time. J-Mac joining us. And you know, when a business slowly erodes over time it's nobody's fault necessarily but cultures change trees don't grow to the sky very few companies that were on you know great companies 30 years ago maybe ibm is still a great company today the world changes and it's nobody's fault that happens all the time it's nobody's fault and then there are businesses that crash quickly and there's usually somebody to blame and there's a moment when you can say, oh, remember when that happened. I'll give you an example. So when Nathaniel Hackett was named the Broncos coach, I don't want to pick on this guy. He's a nice guy. His dad was a nice guy. But remember the first game against Seattle. When Nathaniel Hackett, as an offensive coach, it's one thing of a defensive coach. I love Herm Edwards. He was terrible with the clock in the NFL. Defensive coach. They butchered the clock with two, two and a half minutes left. It was bad. And it was like, wait, oh, time out. Nathaniel Hackett doesn't know what he's doing. That's as bad as I've ever seen. Had no idea how to manage the clock. And it wasn't overreacting. We found out that he just really should have been a coordinator, not a head coach. Coordinators don't control the clock. The head coach does. The, the quarterback can. It's not usually a coordinator thing. And so there was that moment when you're like, oh, we, we, should have, we should have seen that. Okay, so again, when companies over time slowly erode, it's not necessarily somebody's fault. There can be rivals, competitors. It's hard to keep pivoting and pivoting and pivoting and staying on top. But if a company crashes, there's a moment. 
So there's an argument to be made that KD, Harden, and Kyrie was the biggest bust in league history for three stars. Now, Kobe, Nash, and Dwight Howard was a mess. But Nash was at the very end of his career. Kobe wasn't far from the end of his career. That's different. KD and Kyrie, when they went there, we thought they're they're at the end of their prime, but they're in their prime. They're still great. And KD was crushing the MVP in the finals. And Harden, the year before he came, averaged 34 a game. He was the scoring king. And it didn't work. And it didn't work for a couple reasons. One, they never played together. Remember, they were never playing. Somebody was always hurt. And the other thing is, it didn't really fit. Kobe Nash and Dwight Howard at least made basketball sense. You had a back-to-the-basket big. You had a prolific distributing guard and a great wing score. It made sense. Nash was old. Kobe was old. It didn't work. This one was like two ball-centric guys. They're all scorers. Their game is defined by points, getting a bucket. It, It didn't really work. It didn't really work. So it crashed. But there was also a moment to this crash. And I listened to it this morning. So we knew at the time when they said it, it sounded ridiculous. But it even sounds more ridiculous today now that we know it imploded. This was an actual conversation. It sounds like a Saturday Night Live piece about Kevin Durant and Kyrie saying, coaches, (laughs) who needs coaches? We don't need somebody to come in and put their coaching philosophy on everything that we're doing and change up the wheel and, yo, you guys need to start doing this. And we start running on the first day of practice. It's just like, no, <laughs> I don't really see us having a head coach. You know what I mean? Like, I, KD could be a head coach. I could be a head coach. Jacques Vaughn could do it one day. It could, it could be – it can be – it's a collaborative effort, I think, on our part. No, no, it's not. Think how good the dynasty for the Warriors is. And yet how many times it had to have been tweaked and they have really, really, really selfless players. They have Draymond's the defensive guy, Steph's the scorer, Clay defends, catch and shoot, Wiggins, uh, high intellectual player, Wing knows his role, Kayvon Looney's the rebounder. Think about how great that team, Andre Iguodala's the smart veteran guy off the bench, provides defense, and they have to tweak that thing constantly. This year's been constant tweaking, bridging older players to new players. Coaching is hard. <laughs> it is. If you don't think Eric Spolstra is one of the reasons Miami's always viable, I don't know what to tell you. It is hard, even for great teams and great players. But when you hear that bite now, you're like, okay, that's the moment. That's the Nathaniel Hackett can't figure out the two-minute drill in football. You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Come on now. We don't need coaching. It's like, guys, come on. Come on. I could coach. Are you kidding? Listen, one of the things I've always said about Patrick Mahomes, and football and basketball are different, Patrick Mahomes likes hard coaching. He does. He like, I know Andy Reid well enough. He likes hard coaching, and Andy Reid coaches hard. Like, like it, what's funny is the players benefit from hard coaching. Jimmy Butler get, wants hard coaching. Kobe wanted hard coaching. Phil Jackson had hard conversations with Kobe and MJ. Player almost always benefits from it. It's not like a coach is doing something, stealing minutes, shots that would hurt you. Good, hard coaching from smart coaches almost always benefits the player. Is this a soft millennial thing? Because we know um, Kyrie Irving ran into problems with Tyron Lue, very well documented at a practice. 
He, Tyrone Lue called to play. Kyrie, you know, bounced past the ball to him and said, you have LeBron running. It's his team. Out the door. Brad Stevens, basically driven out. Kyrie's like, I don't want to work with Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens ends up leaving coaching after, after the Kyrie saga. And then, of course, he runs out Steve Nash, Kyrie Irving, and Jason Kidd now. We're going to see how that works in Dallas. Like, there's a history here, Colin. At some point, that has to matter over that elite layup package or his crafty <laughs> handle. I know, I know the internet loves Kyrie, uh, Kyrie Irving, but the history says no. he's just toxic. All right, let's go to Nick Wright, Cahal's First Things First. I mean, listen, you're a season ticket holder to the Brooklyn Nets. You're like our on-site reporter. <laughs> so, I mean, you tell me. That soundbite, I mean, it's easy for me to sit in the back seat, but you hear it now and you're like, oh, good God, that's absolutely ridiculous. You tell me where it all went wrong initially. Uh, don't have audio with Nick Wright. We'll get it in a second. All right, we don't have audio. Oh, there we go. There we go right now. Go ahead, buddy. There we go. There Sorry we go. about that, Colin. Let's go. All right, so we're back. Uh, listen, it, the, it, I think Jason kind of nailed it in this regard. I think it went wrong the moment Durant decided to team up with Kyrie and not, as part of teaming up with him, decide to, for the first time in his career, be the true unquestioned leader of the team. Durant's well-documented that he thinks that is not his job. I think he's wrong, but he thinks his job is to simply be the best basketball player possible. But that, that will create a leadership vacuum, and Kyrie will step into that vacuum. And what we have seen is every place he goes – it ends with him having burnt it down. The, the 2017 Cavs were the best team LeBron James has ever been on. And Kyrie, the final game of that season, after the finals, sat at the press conference when they lost to Durant and the Warriors. And the last thing he said to the media was, what a blessing and a privilege it has been to play with LeBron and how he hopes to continue to play with him and learn from him over the next decade of their careers. Six weeks later, he threatened to have knee surgery if they didn't trade him. He then, a year later, goes to, or goes to Boston, cuts a commercial saying he wants his jersey hung in the rafters. Six months later, he is plotting with Durant to leave Boston and go to Brooklyn. In Brooklyn, this summer, he said he would never leave seven, meaning Kevin Durant. Eight days ago, eight days he held a press conference when he was asked about how this season's similar to last season. And he said, there are no similarities because unlike last season, I'm here all the way in. And three days later, demanded a trade. So, like, th there is one common thread here. And the Mavericks now were so desperate because they made a mistake in trading for Porzingis. Then they made a mistake in not extending Jalen Brunson early. And now they're worried that Luka is going to say, you got to be kidding me. Like, what are you guys doing here? So now they are, in my opinion, making a terrible bargain, which is maybe we peel a title this year, but in the long run, 
Kyrie will burn it down there as well. Either leave this summer or make the situation toxic, and that won't be good for the Mavs' long-term ability to keep Luka Doncic. But that is the consistent thread throughout Kyrie's entire career, which is he leaves places in shambles, and he doesn't seem to recognize that he is the common thread. Is there any benefit for Kevin Durant, who, although injured a lot, it feels like in the last three years, is still lethal offensively? Well, here's, listen, I actually think, so I don't criticize Durant for leaving the Warriors. I know you've called it one of the biggest mistakes, you know, any star player's ever made. But the entirety of the media, aside from you, was basically telling him anything you do in Golden State doesn't count. Go win a real ring. Go lead a team. So then he tries to go do that, and now everyone's like, why'd you leave? What are you thinking? <laughs> and the answer is because you guys all said I had to. So here's what I'll say. Because I am a season ticket holder, and I do actually like the pieces Brooklyn has now. They have switchable wings on defense. They have tons of shooting. They have some decent size. I like Dorian Finney-Smith a lot, and I think they're going to add a backup center. I'm not sure Spencer Dinwiddie is actually going to end up playing for the Nets. I think they might make another move before the deadline. If Kevin Durant takes this team on a run... Even if they don't win the title, if he this is a better supporting cast than LeBron had in 2018 when they went to the finals. This is a better supporting cast than Luka had last year when they went to the Western Conference Finals. If Kevin Durant can, as the unquestioned, to use Charles Barkley's term, bus driver... Make this team viable. Make this team a real threat in the, in the Eastern Conference playoffs. To me, that is an important benchmark for him legacy-wise. That even if they don't win the title, because here's the other piece of it. There are people to this day that will argue Kevin Durant's the best player in the league. I think it's unquestionably Giannis with Luka in second. Colin, if this Nets roster were the exact same, but in place of Kevin Durant, was Giannis, would anyone be writing that team off? The answer is no. If it was, it was, if it was Giannis Antetokounmpo and then this supporting cast, would you say that team can win the title? I would, because you would say they have shooting, they have defense, and they have a super-duper star who yeah. can go for 40 on any given night. So that is now the opportunity that sits in front of Kevin Durant when he gets back healthy. So uh, I said earlier in the show, the remarkable thing about LeBron surpassing Kareem is Kareem was the Iron Man before LeBron. If he surpassed MJ, we'd say, well, MJ retired twice. He took time off. At the end, he played for a cruddy team and didn't care. But Kareem played forever and could hit a skyhook on his last possession and, he's, and is viewed as a scorer. LeBron's not, and he's going to blow past him. Uh, you know, I grew up with Kareem. Now, I don't remember the Milwaukee Kareem because that was like 71 and then he got traded. I, I started watching basketball like 72, 73. But um, that's remarkable to me that I don't view LeBron as a scorer. I think he's magic, but a better athlete, stronger, and a little better jumper. Be that as it may, I do find it remarkable that I always viewed like really Kareem's record is kind of one of those nobody would beat. That's how I view it. Unbreakable, of course. 
And if it was going to be broken, it would be broken by someone who that season was averaging nine points a game in year 20 or 21, (laughs) kind of limping towards the finish line. Here's what – the fact that LeBron James is going to break this record in a season where he's averaging 30 points a game is unfathomable. And I would like to debunk this idea that LeBron James is not a great scorer. You can make a compelling argument – He is the greatest scorer. And the argument is very simple. And you know what? Let's just give greatest scorer title to Jordan. So let's just say Jordan's one and LeBron is two. Well, what about Kobe? LeBron literally averages more points per game than Kobe and is wildly more efficient. And and I know folks will say this isn't true, but it literally is a better three-point shooter than Kobe. But uh, makes a higher percentage and, of course, has double the career buzzer beaters as Kobe on double the efficiency when, when everyone says the clutch stuff is all Kobe. Kevin Durant and LeBron. They both average exactly 27.3 points per game for their careers, and LeBron does it at a higher efficiency. When people say LeBron is not a great scorer, what they're actually saying is he's not a pretty scorer. That's true. That there's not as much majesty to watching him score. You know who's one hell of a scorer? Giannis. You know how I know it? Because the dude averages 30 whenever he wants to, (laughs) but but he does it with brute force. And I do think there, because when people talk about LeBron as a scorer, they say, well, he only has the one scoring title. Jordan, of course, has 10. I think you can make a very compelling argument that the fact that years 19 and year 20 for LeBron James, he's top five scoring in the league each of those years, number two last year, and averaging more than 30 points per game. Why? Because that's what his team demanded due to the injuries or the roster construction, that if he wanted to win the scoring title the way Jordan did all those years, he obviously could have. Instead, he was more focused on, you know, getting teammates involved in other things. But he's going to, I told you this last week, but I want to reiterate it. Right now, there is a smaller gap in career points between Michael Jordan and Paul Pierce than there is between Michael Jordan and LeBron James. And when he finishes, he's going to finish with 44,000. And Jordan's at 32,000. And folks are still going to argue <laughs> one guy was a better score. That's pretty well said. So I got to ask you this, and I know this could either yeah. be one of the this could either be one of the great ten day periods of your life, or Kansas City yeah. gets dusted and it's just miserable. So you live on dusted. that emotional cliff okay. every day, and you don't do yourself yeah. any favors because you're poking people in the ribs all day, and so you're just yeah, and begging, I'm gambling on it, yeah, all of it, sure, yeah, no problem, <laughs> and smoking cigs yeah. while you're gambling and watching. So it's a lot of okay. stuff going right, on well, for that's you. Unfortunate. All right, okay, here yeah, we go. Go ahead. Chiefs Eagles, is there something in your head you're like, that does worry me a little. It worries me a little about Philadelphia. Okay, listen, I think Philadelphia has, I think the Chiefs have a good offensive line. I think Philadelphia has the best offensive line. The Chiefs finished this year with the second most sacks in football. The Eagles finished 
with the most sacks in football. The Chiefs, as far as great pass catchers, have one in Travis Kelsey. The Eagles have a far greater overall pass catching crew, receivers, and tight ends. The Chiefs have three rookies playing corner. The Eagles have expensive veteran corners, right? So they have, I think the Chiefs are good almost everywhere. Oh, I didn't even mention the running game where the Chiefs are starting a seventh round rookie and a journeyman in Jarek McKinnon, and the Eagles have one of the most efficient running games in league history, right? The reason I don't think it's going to matter is because I agree with you that Jalen Hurts is not yet nearly yeah. the caliber of quarterback as Patrick Mahomes. Jalen Hurts has thrown for 270 yards total in the playoffs and has not looked great doing it. And Patrick Mahomes is the most talented football player any of us have ever seen with our own eyes. And I think this Sunday he can paint his masterpiece on one and a half feet. I think that the only thing missing from Mahomes' resume is a start-to-finish dominant Super Bowl performance, and I think that's what we get on Sunday. I think he's going to look healthier than he did last week. I think the fact that, yes, the Chiefs lost a Super Bowl a couple years ago. However, you were up against a quarterback who had been to nine of them previously and a coach in Bruce Arians who had been to a Super Bowl previously even though he had lost. Now you're up against a coach who's never been there, a quarterback who's never been there, your offensive line isn't banged up, and for Mahomes, it would be the capstone to the greatest start to any career in the history of the sport. I understand Brady won three of them in his first five seasons starting, but he also missed the playoffs once, didn't make the conference finals this, uh, another year, and never won league MVP. If Mahomes in his first five years has two league MVPs, two Super Bowl victories, it makes at least the conference finals every single year, and wins two Super Bowls, makes a third, there is, there is no comparison. And I think that's what we're in store for. And I know some folks believe, oh, the Eagles might be able to run away and hide. Colin, the Chiefs have played 32 games in a row that they have either won or lost by four or fewer points. (laughs) 32 games since they were last beaten by more than four points. You're not going to blow this team out. All right. But by the way, part of the charm and appeal of you is the uh-huh. the 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 black and tans the gambling the putting oh, yourself black and tans they're black and mild black but and that's mild. fine I appreciate that it, no I understand it makes me relatable to the audience can I say something very quickly <laughs> here, and I know you have to get to the news I didn't know what they were this either, is very okay. important okay no 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 okay no they're not cigarettes they're, it doesn't matter they're cheap cigars <laughs> I offered you one at your house and you were like does this come from Havana if not I don't smoke it and you threw it on the ground I want to tell you something. I have been chasing you professionally since I was in college, since before we knew each other. And then we became friends, and we ended up working together, and it's been one of the great stories of my entire life is our relationship. Six days ago, I finally thought I had something over you, and I couldn't wait to see you at the Super Bowl because... I got Patrick Mahomes on my TV show, and you had never gotten Tom Brady on yours. And I'm like, oh, man, I can't wait to see Colin on Wednesday. And then yesterday, I turn on the herd, and Tom Brady's there four days after I get Mahomes. And I'm like, not even this. It's unbelievable. How does this happen? 
It's unbelievable you did that. You know, as your mentor, I was not going to bring it up, but I'm glad you did. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) It's unbelievable. Four days after I get my homes, you get Brady. I can't have nothing, man. It really is unbelievable. Thank you, Colin. All right, buddy. Great seeing you as always. First things first, a good friend and uh, one of the really talented guys in this biz, Nick Wright. It just, by the way, it was all happenstance and crazy. But I did think about that. I thought, oh, my God, Nick got Mahomes. I couldn't believe We teased it on this show. And it was literally a day later, <laughs> I got a call. Hey, Brady's going to come on the show. I was like, I'm not going to rub it in. There's no, you know, just be a good guy. There's no reason to rub it in. <laughs> kind of felt good, though. I'm not gonna- One more herd. The herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search Herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash B-Ball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlanSport.com. That's ProPlanSport.com. I have a little scoop I got last night. Incidentally, at dinner. Went out with my daughter for dinner last night. I'm not. I'm going to give it later. This hour, because I want I get to your thing, but it was. Um, Are you going to drop all the names from the famous people? No, 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 no. See, sat, I'm a man of the people. Sat next to Al Michaels. He was. I didn't. I didn't even bother him. I saw him. I thought I'm going to give him after that Amazon package he had to endure this oh, year. Yeah. I didn't want to bother him. So when you see an Al Michaels, are you more of a head nod, like a what's up? Are you a fist bump? Do you go over with the shoulder pat? Al, how are you, bud? I don't like to bother people. Nothing. No, I don't. No, I mean I, I would say hi and wave, but I don't like to bother people. That's not my thing. You're at so dinner. you're a, more of a wave than a head nod. Yeah, I just you don't know, wanna... you see your buddy, you're like, a sup? Hey, you know, people are busy. You know, I don't it's very know. casual. I don't, I'm, my, mom was, my mom was very strict on manners and stuff like that. The idea of interrupting somebody is not, it, like dinner or something would not work. Well, you could argue that it's, yeah. it's well, better no. manners to walk up, shake hands, look them in the eye, and then go back to your business. Well, 
I don't like people touching my hands when I'm like eating dinner. You know, I'm one yeah. of those weirdos. You know, that's why it's not that weird. I don't touch a lot of door handles. Do you? Well, I have to open doors. I mean, outside of my house, do you touch door handles? How do you get into doors? How do you, you know, go? You use anywhere? your shirt or a jacket or a glove. Really? Yeah. So you're a little germaphobic. A little bit. All right. I got that from Howard Stern, uh, who shares a birthday with me. I think there's a lot more people than Howard Stern that are germaphobic. Yeah. I think that's yeah. the one you know. Uh, J-Mac <laughs> for the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. I can't believe I just admitted on I don't know how you a use a shirt to that get I into a door. You just, you know, you wear the untucked shirt and you just use that. Right. You know how many... Uh, I'm learning a lot of things I'm not sure I want to know. Oh, jeez. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, let's go to Jalen Hurts, who you had as the ninth best player in the game in the Super Bowl. Uh, well, he's uh, had a decent season, right? He was MVP for most of the season until he got injured. Eagles had the best record in the NFL. They're in the Super Bowl. Owner Jeffrey Lurie spoke at opening night about the prospect of initiating contract talks with Hurts. Here's what he said. I don't think he has anything to prove to be a long-term answer quarterback. He's an MVP caliber quarterback, an incredible leader of the team on the field, off the field. He's 24 years old, incredibly mature, most importantly, driven to be even better. What we're seeing today, I think, is just the beginning for Jalen. This guy will attack every weakness as he has done since high school, since college. The future is bright and very exciting for us. I like two words, incredibly mature. Kyler Murray throws a better football. Jalen Hurts is more mature, and that's the difference. And so, for all the young quarterbacks out there, is incredibly mature. I've argued this for years. All you folks out there, every time I look at a Johnny Manziel or a Cam Newton or a Baker Mayfield, and I think... Jameis Winston, I'm like, there's talent, there's some maturity issues, and you always push back. And folks, all four of those guys, Baker and Cam and Jameis, all underachieved. Johnny Manziel, Drew Locke, I didn't like the lack of maturity. Maturity at this position is vital, and Jalen Hurts is incredibly mature. Even though I saw him during the Super Bowl, uh, NFC Championship, after they won, they put Bradshaw on a stage with Jalen Hurts. And he's at the center of the stadium. And I forget what Terry asked him. He asked him about some accomplishment. And Jalen Hurts immediately was about the team. And I'm like, A, I believe he he meant it. But his ability to understand. Can you imagine standing in front of 75,000 Eagle fans? You just beat the Niners. Adrenaline flying through your body. National TV. Bradshaw asks you about, you know, you and what a year you've had. And it's like, he didn't even pause. He's like, no, 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 the year we had. He immediately deflected it to teammates. And I was like, man, you, I don't, that's, that's good parenting. Uh, that's intelligence. Can we stop defending and pandering at this position? Maturity is huge. I don't need it from my receivers. I don't need it from my Mike linebacker necessarily. I mean, I'd love to have it, but from my quarterback, it's like a huge, huge thing. I think I've said this on the show before. There's a great quote, hard choices, easy life. Easy choices, hard life. And if you remember when the Eagles drafted Jalen Hurts, they had this guy named Carson Wentz at quarterback. They drafted him near the top of the draft. He was nearly an MVP candidate one year. They had him in the building. And they still drafted Jalen Hurts. They knew something about Hurts, whether it was the maturity, the way he bounced back after leaving Alabama. 
and people were upset that they drafted Hurts. Do you remember this in Philadelphia? They're like, why are we drafting Hurts? We got a quarterback. Yeah. That goes down to Think about this. hard choices. You have the easy life. You got to make the hard choice. Hey, let's bring in Hurts. We can't pass up on this. How about this? Even if it's the same person and you change, Geno Smith early, immature. Geno Smith today, mature. Yeah. Same tool set. Same dude. When he changed upstairs, totally different player. No. This I did when I banged on Baker. I banged on uh, Cam, Jameis Winston, Johnny Manziel. I'm like, guys, it's not a casual. Drew Locke, I was like, it's too casual, too cool. Get out of that space. Geno Smith's a great example. You can even take the same person. Geno deserves so much credit for going, man, I screwed that up. I'm not doing it again. Here's an amazing opportunity with a Hall of Fame coach. I'm going to grow up. Look at the year Geno had. It's tough to quantify when you're looking at these quarterbacks' maturity. That's really tough to figure out. You, you can't find it on a spreadsheet. You can't find it looking at tape. Jalen Hurts is mature. And, and you Colin, can see I'm, it. I'm going to go back to it because we love talk about building teams. There's two quarterbacks in this draft who you see maturity. You see a little older. The wisdom. Max Duggan. Obviously from TCU, and I know he had a misstep off the field recently, but Stetson Bennett at Georgia, being an older guy, I think he was 25 Yeah, but I think I get it from Bryce Young. Well, that's certainly, but that's at the top of the draft. I'm talking about a later-round pick. Like, Jalen Hurts was not a first-round pick. Dak Prescott was not a first-round pick. I'm talking about a later-round pick who you could draft a quarterback, and you know if your QB goes down, we've got a mature guy, we can insert him and work. I think you got to draft a quarterback almost every year, and finding Jalen Hurts is very difficult. Yeah, he's a great story. Uh, next up, Arizona Cardinals set to interview a second set of candidates for their head coaching search. Colin, I don't know if you saw this. You've been hyping Brian Flores as an option. I he love saw it. what was going on in Arizona and said, he- I think I'll take the D.C. job in Minnesota. <laughs> I saw that. So Flores to the Vikings, he's got an uphill climb. They do not have a lot of talent. I well, mean, their best defender might have been Patrick Peterson. And he's like 32 Year, years old or something. Yeah, I mean, is, is he only 32? I mean, they had some injuries in the secondary. Um, two young guys, Andrew Booth, I believe, and uh, seen the guy I they could drafted. Be, I'm going to guess. I could be wrong. Didn't the Vikings draft a lot of defensive players last year? Yeah, they, and they had a couple kids. guys get hurt. Yeah, yeah they, so but, I, I think he's inheriting a little more talent than we think. And I also think they're coaching. I had a coach tell me. The Vikings were poorly coached defensively. Not blaming anybody, but it just didn't work. So, you know, the head coach, rookie head coach, hires a D.C. It doesn't mesh. I think Flores, I thought what he did in Miami was brilliant. Their special teams and their defense, literally in eight games, you were like, whoa. I mean, we always give these offensive coaches credit. Flores turned that Miami defense around and special teams in like eight games. So Arizona appears to be down to two guys, Lou Amaruno from the Bengals, a d- defensive coordinator who's been excellent. Yeah. And Giants OC Mike Kafka. Yeah. Who, I don't know how you determine the Dable, Kafka. Like, they work together really well with Daniel Jones. I don't know how you determine who was. Well, Dable, well, Dable's been around the league for a long time. So, Dable. So, so has Kafka. He's, he's been, Kafka's done some good things. Dable will be fine without Kafka. Are you optimistic about either of those guys? Well, you never know. I never thought Tom Coughlin, I thought he was a really good college coach. I didn't think he would make Jacksonville a threat and then beat Belichick and Brady twice in the Super Bowl. Who can guess this? I I mean, I I remember Tom Coughlin coaching at BC, and he beat a really good Notre Dame team once. I was like, man, that's a good coach. But I thought he was kind of grumpy and stoic and that. He beats Brady and Belichick 2-0 in Super Bowls. Who would have guessed that?
Final story in the NBA. LeBron obviously could set the record tonight uh, for scoring in the NBA. 36 shy of Kareem. I've I've looked at some lines for this. It seems like everybody... Uh, you got, if you want to bet the under, there's a lot of juice on it. Uh, LeBron recently sat down with Fox Sports' Melissa Rowland for an exclusive interview ahead of this historical moment. Here's what LeBron said. I still feel like I got plenty of gas in this tank to help any franchise win a championship. And I'm here with the Lakers right now. That's my emphasis. So I'm trying to help them get back to the promised land for the 18th time. Very, so that's where the motivation comes from. That's very interesting that you notice the word now, right now. Yeah. Well, the, the producers under underlined it for me, so I was I was extra aware of it. <laughs> it, but isn't, it is interesting. He's pretty ticked off that they didn't get Kyrie. Okay. So can I give you my story? I told from you I had Last night a, or a LeBron? From or? last night. Okay. I didn't mean to unearth this gem, but it happened at dinner. So, everybody in L.A., and I'm very critical of the Lakers. Of all the local teams, I bash the Lakers constantly because I don't think they're as well-run right now as USC football or the Clippers or the Dodgers. Or Okay, the Clippers are well-run. They just got, you know, Kawhi's never available. So, Joe Sy is the owner of Brooklyn. So, the Lakers offered an expiring contract and two good picks, right? A couple picks. Um... I was told that Joe Sy, the owner of Brooklyn, was so furious at Kyrie Irving for giving him everything and getting very little in return, he refused to make a deal with the Lakers. He did not care what team it was. He was not going to the Lakers. He he was not going to give Kyrie exactly what he wanted, and he knew Kyrie wanted to live in L.A. and wanted to play with LeBron. And and redeem himself yeah. after he broke those two up. I, I wouldn't want to give. I wouldn't. So, but Laker that. fans are crushing the organization, feeling that they didn't do enough. I'm told Rob Palenka had no shot to make it happen. That so Joe Sy said, yeah. absolutely not sending him Kyrie Irving to LeBron. It's weird. Uh, Palenka doesn't really have a chance as GM because you know every other team in the league is going to make you pay the Lakers tax if you're doing a deal with them. You've got to toss in an extra pick or a player just because it's the Lakers. People do not like them. There's uh, animosity toward LeBron. Nobody wants to give the Lakers a deal. So I I I can't fault Palinka for this. He feels like the obvious fall guy. But Colin, he offered both unprotected 27 and 29. Like, what more could he do? I know. It's not a Palinka issue. It's not. It's also... Uh, they gave up a ton to get Anthony Davis to L.A. By the way, LeBron called for that, and they won a championship. They gave up Brandon Ingram, among others. Then they gave up a ton, KCP and Kuzma, to get Westbrook. So when you give up assets, you mortgage your future, don't be shocked when all you have is draft picks and a bad yeah. Westbrook contract. By the way, how unfair... People are going to scoff at that. How unfair is it that everybody says, don't give LeBron what he wants, he wanted Westbrook. Yeah, LeBron also wanted Anthony Davis, delivered him in a championship. That never gets brought up. It's like forgot. Oh, well, you won a championship, what, two, three years ago. Who cares? What have you done for me lately? That's where these Laker fans are. They're so irrational. In fairness, it wasn't... It wasn't that difficult to identify AD as a good fit. Well, I mean, Pretty good I do believe AD came over to the Clutch Sports group. You think that just happened? You don't think LeBron had anything to do with that? That'd be like me saying, I think I'd like to have Bryce Harper, you know, in my lineup offensively. I think, I'd like to identify Bryce Harper. And, and, and Bryce is saying, I want to play with you. I think we should identify. Oh, it's cool. like saying okay. Mookie's right, Here we go. Well, Diminishing I mean, they, LeBron once hey, again. No, AD 
two, three years. When, before he came here, how many years ago was that? Three or four? You, everybody was saying he was like the second, third best player in the league. It doesn't take much for LeBron to go, he's good. He wants to be here. Could we call him? <laughs> I mean, you're not. I mean, that's like me saying, you know, Apple. That company's really coming into its own. They bake phones. Anthony you may want to buy some won stock. One playoff series in his career, I'm pretty sure. One. It's pretty good. John Moran's pretty good. I, I consider so myself LeBron a scout. Called, LeBron called Kevin Love. He wanted Kevin Love out of Minnesota. Demanded Kevin Love. What did Kevin Love done? Nothing. He was averaging 25 so and 10. What? How many guys in the league averaged 25, Cowherd? Kevin Love was going to be a Hall of Famer. Oh, stop it. I don't think he had won a playoff game in Minnesota. Yeah, but he was a great player in a crampy franchise. Kevin oh Love was a great God. player. Jeez, give me You don't think Kevin wow. Love was a great player? He was a, he was a he high was a school stat hog on a bad team. What is that? 25 and 10. What the damn do? Look at that. Look how many guys okay, average 25 a game now. Scouting players is getting Draymond Green in the second round. That is scouting. Or Jokic. Yeah. You're... You're claiming that LeBron going, there's a guy down in New Orleans. His name is Anthony Davis. I think he's good. Can we send our scouting department down there to check him out? The guy was a monster. Oh, my goodness. Wow. All right. Jay Mack for the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Line. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. This season all comes down to one word, championship. Going deep, caught for the touchdown, and the Stallions are in business. You cannot throw the ball better than that, folks. Mm, laying some serious wood. Throws it in the back of the end zone for the touchdown. Puts the Stars in the lead for the first time tonight. Yeah, let's go! I love this guy. Bolden, touchdown. Birmingham. Throws at it, it's picked off. Scooby Wright, all the way to the house. The Birmingham Stallions are the champions of the USFL. That's how the 2022 USFL season ended, and now we're ready for the 2023 season. Today, the schedule is being announced, and it all kicks off April 15th. This year, the USFL will play games in four host cities, Detroit, Memphis, Birmingham, and Canton, Ohio. For the full schedule and to buy your tickets, go to USFL.com. I don't know why this is, but I've seen a lot of NFL careers end elegantly. Barry Sanders had a lot left in the tank. Retired. Calvin Johnson retired. John Elway won a Super Bowl. Retired. I think Brady's is pretty elegant. Three straight playoffs. Retired. It, it feels like in a sport where you get tackled a lot and break down, I've seen a lot of football careers end perfectly. You know, in baseball, Derek Jeter, that's about as good as you can do. Um, but there's something about basketball, and I don't have um, – I don't really know why, but it's hard to end perfectly. Shaq bounced around. It felt like the 30 teams. Uh, Patrick Ewing in the end. Wasn't he in like a Raptors uniform or something? It Sonics, was, I think. So, it, was, yeah. it, was just, it was just ugly. Michael Jordan for the Wizards. Nobody could stand him. Um, Kevin Durant's career, I hope, doesn't end like that. So the Oklahoma City years were awesome. You know, he got drafted. They were the Sonics. They moved. And he and Westbrook made a finals. They were amazing. This emerging superstar. And then he pivots to the Warriors and got a lot of criticism. I was shocked he went there. I didn't see it coming. And he was unbelievable. A two-time finals MVP. And then he made inexplicably a move I just never, ever got, which is let's go to a worse organization with worse players. Okay. Now I'm sitting to myself thinking, what does Kevin Durant do? Does he care? Would he like to end it with a better team? I said yesterday, call the Warriors up. Memphis, by the way, has got a lot of different parts. John Morant and Kevin Durant. That'd be pretty good. Uh, or does he want to say, listen, man, I've moved around. It was great in two spots. It's not great here, but I'm going to make it great. And I'm going to trust Jock Vaughn and the front office. I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to it. The problem is Milwaukee and Giannis have another five years of, of dominating and Boston's not going away anytime soon. And Philadelphia is good. Whereas the West, you have the Warriors. They're getting old fast. They're getting really old, really fast. And then the West is wide open with a bunch of teams like Denver and Memphis. You know, what are they? <laughs> Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. 
Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. Stores are great, but it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.